No other book has so profoundly impacted so many lives as the Bible. Welcome to Simply the Bible, the Through the Bible teaching program of Pastor Daryl Zachman of Calvary Chapel, Treasure Valley. Today we see where Hananiah prophesies that God will break the yoke of the king of Babylon. Then he breaks the yoke on Jeremiah's neck. But this will not end well for him. We hope you join us as Pastor Daryl continues in Jeremiah chapter 28 on Simply the Bible. No doubt you've heard it said, not all that glitters is gold. The same could be said of prophets and preachers. Not everyone who presumes to speak for the Lord is actually speaking for the Lord. And there were false prophets in the days of Jeremiah as there are false prophets and false teachers today. So how can we discern between the false and the true? Today we will look at two things to watch for. This is important because none of us can afford to be deceived. We continue in Jeremiah chapter 28. And it happened in the same year at the beginning of the reign of Zedekiah, king of Judah, in the fourth year and in the fifth month that Hananiah, the son of Azur, the prophet, who was from Gibeon, spoke to me in the house of the Lord in the presence of the priests and of the people, saying, Thus speaks the Lord of hosts, the God of Israel, saying, I have broken the yoke of the king of Babylon within two full years I will bring back to this place all the vessels of the Lord's house that Nebuchadnezzar, king of Babylon, took away from this place and carried to Babylon. And I will bring back to this place Jeconiah, the son of Jehoiakim, king of Judah, with all the captives of Judah who went to Babylon, says the Lord, for I will break the yoke of the king of Babylon. Now, yesterday we saw that God instructed Jeremiah to make a yoke and to wear it and actually send other yokes to the representatives of the nations that were gathered in Jerusalem to try to figure out what to do about King Nebuchadnezzar. So Jeremiah had been still wearing this yoke as an object lesson to everybody and as a sign to all of Jerusalem that King Nebuchadnezzar was going to place a yoke upon all of the people. Now, we believe this event to have occurred at about 594 BC. It was the fourth year of the reign of Zedekiah. King Nebuchadnezzar would destroy Jerusalem and the temple in the 11th year of Zedekiah's reign. So this man, Hananiah, spoke presumably for the Lord because he said, thus says the Lord. And then he said that the yoke would be broken of King Nebuchadnezzar of Babylon. And then God would bring back Jeconiah, who was a son of Josiah, back to the land along with the temple articles that had been taken out. And Hananiah said that this would happen within two years. Then the prophet Jeremiah spoke to the prophet Hananiah in the presence of the priests and in the presence of all the people who stood in the house of the Lord. And the prophet Jeremiah said, Amen, the Lord do so. The Lord perform your words, which you have prophesied, to bring back the vessels of the Lord's house and all who were carried away captive from Babylon to this place. And so Jeremiah, rather than arguing with the guy, probably the guy thought that Jeremiah would clobber him over the head or something. 
uh, because he was completely speaking the opposite of what Jeremiah had been saying. But instead, Jeremiah just says, hey, great, awesome, super, can't wait. Let's, let's see it happen, you know. Nevertheless, Jeremiah said, hear now this word that I speak in your hearing and in the hearing of all the people, the prophets who have been before me and before you of old prophesied against many countries and great kingdoms of war and disaster and pestilence. As for the prophet who prophesies of peace, when the word of the prophet comes to pass, the prophet will be known as one whom the Lord has truly sent. Now, this is the first way that we can discern whether a prophet is true or false. You know, I remember growing up and there were these predictions by this person named Gene Dixon. And every year, everybody would be looking for the latest predictions of Gene Dixon. If she got even a few right, everybody would be saying, oh, you know, she got it right. Well, listen, God had a much higher standard and has a much higher standard. And that is, he says, if a prophet says that something's going to happen and it doesn't happen 100% of the time, then that person is a false prophet. Don't listen to them. And so Jeremiah was pretty much just saying what God had said in the law so that people would not be duped by false prophets. Jeremiah said, okay, well, we will see, won't we, Hananiah? I mean, that would be great if it all happens, like you said, but... We will know if you are a true or false prophet within two years because he gave the date. He said within two years, this will happen. Then Hananiah, the prophet, took the yoke off the prophet Jeremiah's neck and broke it. And Hananiah spoke in the presence of all the people saying, thus says the Lord, even so I will break the yoke of Nebuchadnezzar, king of Babylon, from the neck of all nations within the space of two full years. And the prophet Jeremiah went his way. I think this guy was a frustrated actor, okay? So he takes in a very dramatic fashion the yoke off of Jeremiah's neck and breaks it and says, so God's going to break the yoke of Nebuchadnezzar in two years. Well, Jeremiah didn't even get into an argument with this guy. And I think there's real wisdom in that. You know, Jeremiah simply just waited. I have found that if God does not give me the words to say, I shouldn't try to fill in the gaps. If I do, I usually end up getting myself into trouble. So Jeremiah simply just went his way. Now, the word of the Lord came to Jeremiah after Hananiah the prophet had broken the yoke from the neck of the prophet Jeremiah. So, you know, Jeremiah just waited on the Lord and then lo and behold, God speaks. And I love that when that happens, you know, there's a lot of times I don't know what to say, you know, uh, and, but then the Lord just puts something on my heart to say, and it's like, okay, this is the voice of the Lord. Now it's the word of the Lord. I didn't know what to say. Now I do. And in this case, it was clear to Jeremiah that the Lord was speaking and the Lord said, go and tell Hananiah saying, thus says the Lord, you have broken the yokes of wood, but you have made in their places yokes of iron. For thus says the Lord of hosts, the God of Israel, I have put a yoke of iron on the neck of all these nations that they may serve Nebuchadnezzar, king of Babylon, and they shall serve him. And I have given him the beasts of the field also. (laughs) So the Lord was not happy with Hananiah. You broke 
a wooden yoke, listen, I am going to take that now and make it an iron yoke. And it's going to be placed upon not only Judah, but all of the other nations that were gathered there previously, some six nations. And then if you include Egypt, that would be a seventh nation. All of these nations that King Nebuchadnezzar would soon subdue. Listen, if God says something's going to happen, nothing is going to deter the Lord from bringing it to pass. Now, many years ago, Cindy and I felt called to begin a ministry, a work in San Francisco. We were living in Sacramento at the time, and we just saw a great need there and began to commute. And we found a home of some people who used to go to our church in Sacramento. They had moved into the area of Pacifica. And so we started a home Bible study there in Pacifica. And and we did our best to get word out, but there are very few people that were coming. But this one time, this this woman came and she heard about it. And uh, we had our home Bible study. And at the end, we were just praying at the end as we normally would do. We would take prayer requests. and, And then suddenly she started giving what was a prophecy, or at least she wanted us to think it was a prophecy. And, uh, and then I don't even remember what she said, but at the very end, she just tagged, thus saith the Lord. And, uh, you know, I didn't know what to say at the time. I looked at my wife, Cindy, and and she had the look in her eye, like, I'm not buying this. So anyway, we didn't do much. There weren't that many people there at the time. And it wasn't like it was something terrible. It just didn't ring true. Like this was really from the Lord. Now, the Bible tells us we're not to despise a word of prophecy, but the spirit of the prophets is subject to the prophets, and we're to test those things. We're to test them with the word of God. And that's the second way that we can know if something is true. Does it agree with what God has already said in his word? And if it doesn't agree with what God has already said in his word, then you can know for sure it is a false prophecy. Verse 15. Then the prophet Jeremiah said to Hananiah the prophet, Hear now, Hananiah, the Lord has not sent you, but you made this people trust in a lie. Therefore, thus says the Lord, Behold, I will cast you from the face of the earth. This year you shall die, because you have taught rebellion against the Lord. So Hananiah the prophet died the same year, in the seventh month. Now, we know he was a false prophet. Number one, he died. Just as Jeremiah said, uh, in the same year, this year you will die, and he did die. Number two, what he said would happen in two years did not happen. Instead, uh, later on, King Nebuchadnezzar came and destroyed Jerusalem and destroyed the temple, just like Jeremiah had been saying all along. Now, We need to be aware because Jesus said that in the last days there would be false prophets and false teachers. In Matthew 24, 11, speaking of the last days, he said, then many false prophets will rise up and deceive many. And because lawlessness will abound, the love of many will grow cold. Listen, I think that we are seeing that today for sure. But he who endures to the end shall be saved. And this gospel of the kingdom will be preached in all the world as a witness to all the nations, and then the end will come. Listen, we are seeing that happening now. We're seeing it through the internet. We're seeing it in so many ways, the gospel being preached to all nations. Now, Jesus also said in Matthew seven fifteen, 
Beware of false prophets who come to you in sheep's clothing, but inwardly they are ravenous wolves. You will know them by their fruits. Do men gather grapes from thorn bushes or figs from thistles? Even so, every good tree bears good fruit, but a bad tree bears bad fruit. A good tree cannot bear bad fruit, nor can a bad tree bear good fruit. Every tree that does not bear good fruit is cut down and thrown into the fire. Therefore, by their fruits, you'll know them. So the Lord gives us here yet a third way that we can discern between the false teachers and prophets and the true ones, and that is by their fruit. What did Jesus mean by that? Well, primarily the fruit of the Spirit, love, joy, peace, patience, kindness, goodness, faithfulness, gentleness, self-control, also just the fruit of souls coming into the kingdom. Are they drawing people unto themselves or are they drawing people to Jesus Christ? Are they seeking to fleece the flock and raising money to stay on the air, to raise money to stay on the air, or are they seeking to feed the flock? And thus, we need to be aware because, as Jesus said, there are many false teachers, false prophets in the world today. Check it out with the word. Check out their fruit. And if they make a prediction, make sure it comes to pass. And if it doesn't, mark that person as a false teacher or false prophet. Thus saith the Lord. You've been listening to Simply the Bible, the Through the Bible teaching program of Pastor Daryl Zachman of Calvary Chapel, Treasure Valley. For more information about our church, please visit our website at calvarytv.org. If you have any questions or comments, please email us at office at calvarytv.org. To listen to previous episodes, go to 941thevoice.com or check out our podcast on iTunes or Spotify and please leave us a review. Tomorrow we will see where Jeremiah writes a letter to the captives in Babylon, telling them to build houses and seek the peace of Babylon. God's thoughts towards them are good. In 70 years, he will bring them back to their homeland. We hope you'll join us as we continue in the book of Jeremiah on Simply the Bible.